I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome into an emergency edition of the Autzen Audibles podcast. I'm Matt Prem, Kevin Wade on the show, pinch hitting for Eric. Uh, recruiting, we're bringing Kevin on. Uh, the Oregon Ducks have landed a verbal commitment and we are going to break that all down. Before we do, we want to give you an opportunity to support the show in a big way while also saving a bunch of money. And you can do that by subscribing to DuckTerritory.com for 50% off an annual VIP membership. And on top of that, you get the CBS All Access platform, which comes free, and that becomes available to you right away. Normally, when you sign up with a promo, you have to wait till your promo is over to get CBS All Access We've waived that as well. So you get NFL on CBS, you get college basketball on CBS, you get the Masters, you get CBS HQ, you get all the access for live streaming sports, movies, TV shows on demand with CBS All Access for free, plus save 50% off a VIP annual membership. Okay, uh, Kevin, the Oregon Ducks have landed a verbal commitment Saturday afternoon from four-star safety Landon Hullaby from Mansfield Timberview High School in Arlington, Texas. That's the Dallas area. Um, if you're not familiar with the demographics or the, ge- the geography, I should say, of uh, of Texas, um, a little bit of a surprise. Like, truly, we knew there was interest here in, in Landon Hullaby, uh, the safety, but a verbal commitment and a verbal commitment to Oregon today was a little bit of out of left field. Yeah, it was completely uh, a surprise to, I think, I think the entire recruiting industry, um, everybody kind of thought earlier in the week, he said there was some news coming. Oh, it's probably just going to be a top list. Uh, and then he said big news tomorrow. And then you started seeing all of these Texas commitments where he was heavily crystal balled to say, come join the family. And he was retweeting them to the point where I think almost everyone thought this was going to be a Texas decision. And then out of nowhere comes Oregon with the stunner. So a uh, big, big win for the Ducks. Landon Holoby is one of the top safety prospects in the country. He is the 309th best player overall, regardless of position. He is the 38th best player in the state of Texas, and he is the 18th best safety prospect in the class of 2022 committed to Oregon uh, had 27 other scholarship offers. Kevin brought up Texas. That's where the crystal ball was. And every, every off, every crystal ball out there was on Texas. Other schools to have offered Hullaby included USC, Utah, Texas tech, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Notre Dame, Michigan. You go up the list a little bit further you, you get a Baylor, you get an Auburn, you get an Arkansas, you get an Arizona State. This is a guy that had scholarship offers from basically every conference out there uh, from the Power Five level, a handful of Group of Five offers as well. 
And that's kind of what you want when you go out and you, you land an early verbal commitment. You want a guy that everybody else wants. And that's what you're landing in Landon Hullaby, who had close to darn near 30 scholarship offers and offers from every single conference uh, in the country. Yeah, I, I think it just speaks volumes of what Oregon is starting to recruit uh, and not just on the West Coast, but now they're going back into Texas and getting a four-star playmaker that had the flagship program who's been building a lot of buzz in Texas, being Texas. Um, and, and everybody thought he was going to Texas, and the Ducks pull one out from under them, which I, I think just kind of sends a message to the national movement that Mario Cristobal has been building. I know there was a lot of focus in the last classes about Southern California, but this definitely feels like, okay, expanding the reach for Mario Cristobal and getting a four-star of Texas is a big accomplishment, especially when you're going against the big in-state school. This is the back-to-back years now for the Oregon Ducks to land a player from the state of Texas. And uh, you had to go to the 2018 recruiting class, Mario Cristobal's first, to find uh, a class that featured two players from the state of Texas, uh, Carson Bartles, a long snapper uh, on the Oregon team right now, a starting long snapper. He was part of that 2018 recruiting class. And then Verone McKinley III, from, he's a starting safety from the 2018 recruiting class. Those are the two guys that have committed to Oregon from Texas. And, and the last time, you know, they've had multiple guys from the state of Texas, 2019 they didn't sign anybody from Texas in 2020. Uh, Oregon did not sign anybody from the state of Texas. And then most recently in the class of 2021, Terrell Tillman, he gave a verbal commitment uh, to the Oregon Ducks out of same high school as uh, Landon Hullaby, Mansfield Timberview in Arlington, Texas. So uh, Terrell Tillman was a three-star prospect defensive end coming in probably more as an outside linebacker for the Ducks. Uh, but now Oregon has, I, I don't know, Kevin, if it's safe to say a pipeline into the Mansfield Timberview High School program, but signing back-to-back, or I guess laning verbal commitments and back-to-back classes. We'll see if Hullaby's commitment sticks until December. But as of now, you have two straight years going into that high school and landing a verbal commitment, which is always big. Yeah, I, I think the – Building a movement kind of starting at one school is going to be effective for Oregon. I I think Terrell Tillman, um, I mean, it's kind of been talked about a lot about the 2021 cycle, but there was that last junior day visit about a year ago, March now, and Tillman went home, thought about it, and just said, you know, I've seen everything I need to see at Oregon. And then the word kind of got out, and you heard from a lot of kids in the DFW area that they wanted to visit Oregon because Terrell Tillman had kind of pumped up the ducks and he, he had most recently visited. He was a firsthand account of what Oregon had to offer. Um, And now you're having a teammate who still has to see stuff, but I think it's just a really good branching off point from a a really good program in the Texas area um, to start recruiting the Dallas Fort Worth area really stronger. And maybe that goes into getting some other prospects from the Houston area down the road. But uh, as the ducks continue to, dig into Texas. I think this is just, it's a very strong pickup and kind of sends a little bit of a message. Yeah. This is where we should discuss this for a little bit here because early in chips, chip Kelly's time as head coach, the ducks had a little bit of success 
going into the state of Texas. Um, Helfrich continued that a little bit, but then towards the tail end of his coaching career as head coach, uh, Oregon was really not a, a major player in that state. And Willie Taggart didn't really go hard after Texas players. Cristobal's first year he did, uh, and then he went two cycles without landing anybody. Uh, this is probably the area that's maybe the most likely to produce positive results on a consistent basis that Oregon isn't recruiting at a high level on a consistent basis to date, like prior to Tillman and now Holoby. Like if you were to say, Hey, you need to pick a region that you're not in right now and build that Texas is probably the area you, you could probably see the best results in right away because it's in the middle of the country. It's not like you're going uh, all the way across the entire country. So it's a long ways away, but it's, a shorter distance than going to the Northeast or going to like Ohio uh, or Pennsylvania um, or, or hitting like Georgia really hard or hitting Alabama really hard or South Carolina really hard. If you wanted to go into those States, you know, Texas is, is an area where you probably could see some early success because you have a little bit of a track record there from previous staffs and it's just simply closer to home. Yeah, I, I think it's closer to home, and it would be definitely worth mentioning that a uh, American Airlines has now added a direct flight yep. from Dallas to Eugene Airport, which... That'll help uh, big time. I mean, if you, as we talked about geography, if you're not familiar with the DFW area, uh, DFW Airport is right near Arlington. So I, I think that's going to be something that could start to build getting guys on official visits, unofficial visits. Uh, that helps because you're not having to fly through... Portland or some other airport, you're going straight shot, which is a recruiting advantage. It's not trying to get to a small airport in a small college town. No, you're going straight to Eugene. So that's a, I think that's going to help just, it's all these little things that are helping the ducks continually move into newer recruiting grounds where they can be successful. I mean, you kind of look at what other programs that have been really successful over the past decade. I mean, you look at Alabama and Clemson are the two that I think really you should case study and you look, I think Clemson's a really good example of it. They did really well recruiting the Carolinas. Yeah. Then they branched into Florida going up into the Maryland area. And then they started pulling national recruits when they had success. Oregon has won back-to-back Pac-12 titles. They're at that level where they've done a great job recruiting the entire West coast over the past few cycles. Now this is where they can go into other areas and kind of plant the flag and say, Hey, we're here. We're a national power. Come play for us in the Pac-12 and do something special um i think that's just part of what mario Cristobal is continuing to build and while other people might be focused on trying to take down what oregon is doing in specific areas um oregon is saying all right what's next where are we going to recruit next and i, I think you got to give Cristobal and rod chance a, a big credit sense of credit here for landing a four-star safety yeah oregon cornerbacks coach rod chance uh has led the the recruitment here for landon hullaby um, played a big factor in his verbal commitment today. And we should now know you've, you've seen the film. Um, I, I've, I've watched a little bit since the commitment has happened, but you've, you've watched more of it than I have to date. Um, what stands out to you in your eyes when, when you've watched Landon Holoby's film? Uh, I think he's just a uh, one good sense of eye for the ball. I think he, 
kind of reminds me a little bit of Javon Holland, where it's just he sees the ball in the air and he just knows how he just has a nose for the ball uh, in that aspect. And he's got a, a good hard hitting sense about him. Uh, I think some of his most impressive plays are just big open field hits where he's able to take down to like make tackles in space, which uh, you definitely need in a high cover safety. So I, I think it's a really good uh, pickup and a, a good base to start this recruiting class, especially where last year, I don't know if the ducks were completely settled in the defensive back. They did pick up a few, but I think going this year, starting strong and building a base of defensive backs you can really count on is going to be huge for down the road. Oregon's now, their 2022 recruiting class now holds four verbal commitments. They are 15th in the country. They are second in the Pac-12, which kind of surprises me. Uh, USC is first. They have five verbal commitments. They have one five-star, Domini Jackson, the third best player in the country. And then they have two other three-star recruits and two four-stars. So it's, it's probably the fact that it's not probably, it is. Uh, the reason why USC is one right now is because of the five-star. They have one five-star commit, and he's a, it's a big one. It's a top three player in the country. Uh, but they are 11th nationally. or So they're just a couple spots ahead of the Oregon Ducks. Oregon probably has the more consistent class. Uh, they have four four-star guys. Their highest-rated player – or the lowest-rated player is Marion Winston, who is ranked 330th, and their highest-rated player is Grayson Halton, who's a defensive end from the San Diego area. He is ranked 198th, but then they have three other, they have three total guys ranked in the top 300. So you've got guys that are kind of that they're better than a four star or better than the most three star guys out there, but they're just knocking on that door to crack into the top two, four, seven, which is the, is the cream of the crop of the four stars. So you're, you're getting real solid middle tier four star prospects and to have four of them right now in February without a recruiting period, a dead period and all of that, uh, Oregon's class is shaping up once again to be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, three of these guys haven't been on campus, which I yep. think is I, that's going to be very, that's going to be very important, especially with the dead period now extended to May or May 31st. And it's really June. Um, you're just not going to have those opportunities to bring kids to campus. I know Marion Winston has been on camp. I mean, He's practically lived on campus with uh, his older brother being a four-year starter. So, uh, but I think this is really good bones for the class. Uh, you look at the 2021 class where it had 19 four stars of the 23 signees. Um, I, I think it's very reminiscent in a way of what the Ducks did is just rack up those solid commitments and especially making good early evaluations with the guys that they currently have in the class and just continue to build off of that momentum and maybe pick one up every few weeks throughout the spring. Yeah. And by the end of the summer, you've got a nice full class of 18 guys that are almost all four stars. I think it's a recipe for success and it's looking like an early start to what they did last year. Yeah. I'll be curious to see where uh, Oregon goes next for a recruiting perspective from a commitment perspective. And one thing that we probably should, should note is, is, you know, room is probably going to be a little tight in this recruiting class because of the super seniors and the trickle down effect that that will bring with juniors having an extra year and sophomores having an extra year. And then freshmen being either a redshirt freshman or a true freshman again, like, like Sean dollars is in the unique situation where 
He played in four games for the Ducks in 2020, preserving uh, his redshirt year. And then in 2021, or I guess, in, it, excuse me, 19, in 2019, and then this past year in 2020, Sean Dollars doesn't count. So he is a redshirt freshman for a third time. He's a freshman for a third straight season going into that 2021 season. It's going to make scholarship numbers tight. It's going to make roster management very difficult. And it's going to be extremely hard with Oregon's scholarship numbers as they are to sign a full class of 25 guys in the 2021 class. You have a better idea of the scholarship tracker than I do. You run that on duckterritory.com. Right now, what 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 are the what what's like the the baseline number from a, a number perspective in this class? You think? I I think it's going to be maybe a dozen is what you're you're pretty sure you're going to get in just with the normal attrition. I mean, we've already seen ten players leave Oregon yeah. from last season since the season they're at eighty four scholarships. So I mean, there will at least be one spot available. But you're also going to expect a few guys to end up going pro, like Kayvon Thibodeau, maybe. Um, a few other guys here and there, maybe one of the receivers or so, but um, it, it doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of room unless the NCAA does make some kind of exemptions, which Mario Cristobal has said he, he'd like to see just because there will be roster crunch. But as of right now, it, it I think the smallest the class will be will be about a dozen. But if uh, more people leave, some people decide to, to go to the NFL – the class could definitely be about 20 players. Isn't so I'm thinking somewhere between 12 and 20. It just depends, especially what happens after this spring and how many guys decide to transfer the portal and just the ducks might have less than 85 next year on the roster, but that means they can bring in a bigger class in 22. Yeah. Like one player that does not count towards that senior level is CJ Verdell. And um, it would be highly unusual, highly shocking for me at least, if Verdell decides to come back for another year in 2022 as a senior. Um, I've almost felt like he was gone before the year started this year, and then he elected to come back. Uh, Travis Dye is another guy that, you know, it wouldn't surprise me one bit, even though he's going to be a junior in 2021 if he goes pro, because he will have been on campus for four years. He's already graduated. Uh he's obviously been an accomplished player. So transfers will also impact things. And one instance here to, to, to just keep note of is we'll wrap it up here on the, on the show is what happens next for Oregon from a commitment standpoint, from a recruitment standpoint with Landon Holoby now in the fold right now, if, if I'm particularly one player and that's Trajan Williams, a four-star safety from Jefferson high school in the Portland, Oregon area, who has an offer from the Ducks, if he's at all close to considering giving a verbal commitment to Oregon, it's probably going to happen soon because if he waits and waits and waits, he might not have room to commit to Oregon because of the, the low numbers of, that Oregon's been able to have in this class. That's that's the one guy where it's like, okay, if there's going to be a domino effect, it might be Trey John coming in and saying, you know what, they're still going to take me. I don't – I want to be a duck. And while I maybe wasn't ready to give a verbal commitment now, I need to lock in my spot before two receivers commit or, you know, some big time prospect gives a verbal commitment that they weren't expecting from. And now they got to shave a roster spot from the class and I lose my spot. Yeah. I think that's a very great point. I think, well, I'm pretty sure we both have pretty high level crystal balls in for Trajan. And I think it only amplifies the timeline and I, 
I, I kind of, since he got that offer, it's been kind of a, okay, when is he going to pull the trigger in my mind? Right. Uh, but now I think the timeline just gets really far pushed up. And he's a kid who in Oregon stance, I mean, Oregon wasn't going to be able to recruit him until December originally until the NCAA changed some rules around, which I think uh, now benefits him greatly because if he wants to be a duck, he has the opportunity. I mean, you go look at his Twitter account. His last, two of his last three tweets are uh, one, a photo of him with a Marion Winston and edit that Oregon sent out. And then immediately following that tweet, he tweeted stay tuned with a handshake. And I don't think that's a coincidence that, uh, yeah. he tweeted that. And yeah, his next tweet's about getting ready for the high school season, but with two weeks, to the high school season, he might want to make some moves. So it's something we're going to be watching very carefully down through the rest of the month. It's going to do it for us here on the odds and audibles podcast. Another verbal commitment for the Oregon ducks, four-star safety, Landon Hullaby, from Mansfield Timberview High School in the Arlington, Texas area. Second straight year the Ducks have gone into that high school to land the verbal commitment. Uh, Arlington, Dallas has been good for Oregon in the past. They're going to hope it's good for Oregon in the the future when Landon Holby shows up to Oregon here in about a year. For Kevin Wade, I'm Matt Prame. Thank you for listening to the Odds and Audibles podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.